I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at onepeloton.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hello, and welcome back to Leaving Hillsong. My name's Tanya, and I'm really excited that we get to do this again and that we get to continue this conversation. Got a pretty interesting lineup for season two. We're going to still be talking to individuals, of course, that's the core of our story. And we're also going to be taking a look at different angles, some networks, some theories, and of course, some legal matters. Now, I had a much longer interview with the person that you're going to meet tonight. He's a pretty private person, so it's clear I've altered his voice and, well, we do our best here in the studio. I'm incredibly fortunate in that I have some very, very clever people around me who help me understand all kinds of things like processes and policies and structures that ordinarily I wouldn't and... Tonight, I'm going to talk to one of them about the most recent high-profile person to step away from Hillsong, which is Brian Houston. After this interview, I found out more about Australian laws about subjudice, which means that we really can't comment or analyse this case until a judgment is made. So there's a lot of heavy editing ahead, but we still are discussing some really interesting and really important aspects of the changes in Hillsong since the big announcement. So, thank you so much for joining us. And since my guest gets no introduction, I guess we'll start from here. So, what I mean, what are we going to call you? I just think 
the anonymous sauce will do, don't you think? Like barbecue sauce? Yep. It, it just sounds weird. Sauce. Sauce. Here's my sauce. You're a sauce. You don't really need a name. No. You're just here to represent Brian because he won't take Yeah, that's it. That's right. Thank no. you for doing that. You know, he's got a lot on his plate this year, the old Brian, and I guess we're going to have to go through the questions. So how did Brian Houston wind up in the AOG? Brian Houston started in the AOG when he went to Bible College in New Zealand back when he just after he had met Bobby Houston. Then he moved to Australia after his father started what became Sydney Christian Life Centre. So in that time in the AOG, Frank Houston actually was not part of the Australian AOG. So then eventually Frank Houston decided to bring his church into the AOG in Australia. That's pretty much where Brian started to get involved in the AOG in Australia is by his father with the Sydney Christian Life Centre. Uh, in that time, Brian assisted his father planting a number of Christian Life Centre churches across Sydney. Eventually, Brian then started his own Christian Life Centre with the support of his father, and that one, as we know, was called Hills Christian Life Centre, which what we know today as Hillsong. Tell me a little bit more about how they influenced the AOG when they got here. What kind of impact did they have? Yes, typically the Assemblies of God up until that point was a congregational-led movement in Australia. What that meant is... Members had rights in those churches appropriate to be on their boards and also their eldership and also the senior pastor themselves. Frank did not like these sort of rules in place because it restricted his belief in church growth and did away with them where he was now essentially the CEO of the church and the CEO model. This structure and church approach was novel and this was rapidly adopted by many AOG churches, with now today this is the standard practice for a typical AOG church, which is now the Australian Christian Church in Australia today. So they kind of dismantled and reconstructed the structure of the Assemblies of God? Yes, so you've gone from a more democratic structure to more of an autocratic structure in these churches. Okay, that's really interesting. So each little church becomes like its own self-contained franchise, is that? It becomes its own business where the actual key leaders of the business essentially own control of the organisation rather than it being a group of people democratically working together as a congregation with collective ownership. Okay, I mean, that's, that's a huge kind of shift in, in the whole organisation. All right, so... Yeah, as the headlines show us, Brian Houston has recently stepped down, he said, as the leader of Hillsong. So, you know, what made Brian leave Hillsong? This is a very complex question because what we hear from Brian directly is that they received advice from special counsel, then they being the board of Hillsong, that believed it was best practice that due to this season that Brian should stand aside. So. That's what Brian is saying, the reason why he has stood down. Aside, down? What's, where is he in all of this? Like, is he still the boss or not? Well, Brian says he is standing aside for this season. What this season is, that there is a legal matter which Brian is having to deal with regarding the being charged of concealing sex crimes of his father. That's what the New South Wales Police, with the recommendation of the Department of Public Prosecution, are pursuing Brian for, is concealment 
there's a lot of events took place between 1998 and 2000 and probably even later to 2012 and then more events that occurred in 2014 is quite varied depending on who you talk to. The crime essentially comes down to, you know, a concealment of a, a serious indictable offence. Uh, tell me a bit about what life's going to be like for Brian since he's, is he, I mean, has he been leaving Hillsong? He's, he's... On January 30th, there was the formal direct announcement from Brian himself that he'll be standing aside for this season on the advice of the General Counsel because it's best practice so he can face the matters which he is dealing with. Plus also they were indicating that it has taken a toll on Brian himself due to the the nature of of the season, that they call it, of the last two years. Like suddenly now Bobby who was just really a pastor's wife. I don't believe she has any qualifications. Is she now legally in charge of Hillsong? How does this all work organisational point of view? From a um, company officer's perspective, Bobby has never had any legal direct responsibility for anything in Hillsong. She has never been on the board. She has never been an elder. She has never been on any ASIC or company-related record as taking an officer's role in any shape or form in anywhere of Hillsong. She may run a colour conference, she may run sisterhood, but that is a departmental role within the overall organisation of Hillsong. Oh, but, but she's got the same title as, well, Brian used to, senior global pastor. How does that, but now there's new pastors killing this in Julie, so how does that all work? It is very confusing. It does seem problematic that when we see the Vision Sunday that just took place, in that footage, they started the montage, video montage, with Brian Houston himself declaring the vision of the church for 2022 in a voiceover at the beginning. Only after the voiceover of Brian declaring the vision for the church did Phil Dooley speak. So this makes it very hard to understand how does this stepping aside and interim role relationship actually work practically? So they're not, I mean, they're not hiding him or pushing him to the side from the sounds of it then in their own culture? No, Brian was referred to a number of times during the recent Vision Sunday service by Phil Dooley. Phil Dooley is simply doing a continuation of what Brian is envisaging for the church's future. How long's Brian gone for? They are saying at the moment it's a 12-month period. To say 12 months is a problem in itself because this is a legal matter where it may not be 12 months, it may be more. Yeah, I mean, the, the court system in my state in New South Wales is so backlogged anyway from the pandemic that to get anything done in 12 months would be a miracle. It's just, it's... It's phenomenal that the NRL can recognise, you know, the the football players and the soccer teams around the world can recognise when someone needs to get out of the scene. But this this guy is still right front and centre. Tell me something as well. How did they choose Phil Dooley? Like, what qualifications do you need to run Hillsong? Who was your competition? Phil Dooley has been a board member of Hillsong for a number of years now. 
as well as being the South African lead pastor with his wife. Phil Dooley also did Bible college at Hillsong Church in the days, I think it was back in the 90s or earlier. So Phil is on the board, he's an elder as well, and he's also done Bible college and he's probably believed that he's proven his worth by the work he's done in South Africa. Uh, what do you need in order to be chosen as senior global pastor? You need to be on the board and... Yes. So in that matter, then you've very you've got very few people to choose from. You've got either Phil Dooley himself, Darren Kiddo, who will be a, a, he's a board member as well. That then leaves the other two, which is Gary Clark and Steve Dixon. Those are the four people you have practically choose from. That one have a pastoral capability yeah. and also a, a board member. Okay, so you've got to have both. So you've got to be on the board and actually be qualified and not just chosen for your looks, I suppose, then? Not, not for your business and technical acumen. You need yeah. to actually have pastoral leadership's capability too. Okay, all right. All right, so, I mean, that whole Vision Sunday thing was all about seeking God's favour. They want to be God's favourite this year and 2022 is going to be just such a wonderful year and... That's the kind of message there, Bill. What's life been like for Brian since leaving Hillsong is, is what I'm asking. What kind of year does he have to look forward to? Well, you need to look to the uh, feedback of people around Brian's life. Brian's daughter, Laura Toggs, believes that this will be a year of sabbatical, uh, whereas his wife, Bobby, believes it's a time of respite for Brian. Mm-hmm. And where you got Terry Christ in the USA thinks it's just a time of rest for Brian. The General Council says this is best practice that Brian doesn't run Hillsong at the moment. And yet he's still kind of behind the scenes, just behind the curtains or something. What about Bobby? What What's life going to be like? Because she's... Bobby's day-to-day activities in Hillsong doesn't appear to have changed much. She is still running Sisterhood. She is still running Colour Conference as well. So the portfolios of influence of her day-to-day work in departmental sense has not changed. Okay, so what do you think we'll we'll see in 12 months or 11 months time now? So this year was Vicious Sunday was the year of the Lord's favour and what they're trying to say is that it will be due under the concept of Luke chapter 4, the year of Jubilee, which means that for some reason, they don't think Hillsong has got God's favour at the moment, and somehow, without reason, that they will be given favour by God. And we don't really know what that favour looks like, but I think they are believing that that favour would mean that it would be positive outcomes for the overall Hillsong organisation and the people that attend it. Yeah, do us a favour. Got a few favours, God, that we wouldn't mind. It, yeah, it's it's a it's a Jewish concept, Jubilee, where it is means that you've got indebtedness or you've got things which are left unresolved that need to be resolved or pardoned. That's what Jubilee normally refers to. It's also meaning that the land which you have got needs to be rested. They're some of the ideas, but it doesn't seem to be unpacking because what's quite interesting in this theme is that they refer, refer to the phrase on Vision Sunday. They Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Tried to bury us, but they forgot that we were seeds. Who has tried to bury Hillsong? I think the media is mean to them, isn't that, that right? And they're just good people. That's the inference, B, that there is someone out there or some people or groups or something which Bobby would typically call that the evil or devil or spirit of the world trying to stop them. From stop them from... Yeah, on that Vision Sunday, what he talked about was before talking about trying to bury us, then they forgot we were seeds, is that he talked about the documentary coming out from Discovery. where the sole purpose of this documentary was to cause damage to the church. Yet, you look at most of the documentary footage and the ones previously done, the documentary's focus is to highlight the damage that Hillsong Church has caused to people. Yeah, I have to say that I have had that feedback from them. They're they're actually confused at Discovery because they're like, but we're just trying to share victims' stories. How's that a bad thing? Even they're confused. Yeah. Well, if you look to the footage six months earlier of Brian speaking, he talked about the documentaries and he said that the documentary producer's sole aim was to bring Hillsong down. And Brian then laughed at it and said, the Australian media has been trying to do this for 20 years. It's a real persecution complex, isn't it? I've, I'm still not seeing any empathy. We're now seeing the footage of uh, Phil Dooley the documentary is not really showing the full picture of Hillsong. And then we come now to heart and soul of last night that Cinder comes up and speaks after repeating Phil Dooley's statement of they tried to bury us, they forgot us with seeds. She now says that them as a church are bricks in the wall. So, yeah, so what now for Hillsong? They very clearly said that Phil Dooley is the interim global senior pastor of Hillsong, not global senior pastor, interim has been prefixed on his title. Okay, so will he be there in 12 months? And then how's this all going to... Well, we can only look at the previous people in Hillsong that had taken an interim role. When Carl Lentz was sacked from Hillsong, New York City, John Termini formed the role of interim New York City Hillsong pastor. Following his time of being an interim senior pastor of Hillsong, New York, John Termini left the church and went to Hawaii. Yes, well, some of us get different callings than others of us. It was a really God's blessing, I guess, to find yourself with a calling in Hawaii. So. How do you think Brian's spending his time at the moment? Do we know how he's filling his days? 
when the announcement was given that Brian was standing down on that day, it was a pre-recorded message with Brian and Bobby together. However, on that Sunday, Bobby herself spoke at the service. And during the course of the service, it was mentioned that on the day of the announcement that Brian that day was interstate. Mm-hmm. So you would think that the the weight of the situation would caught and the importance of it, Brian would be able to present himself at the church to be able to tell them directly. Oh. However, what we've found is that he um, did a pre-recorded message off a teleprompter to uh, basically the crowd. Oh. And since that point, no one has seen Brian in on stage okay. at Hillsong. But okay. saying all this, he hasn't preached for a number of months since about December 2021. I think the last time we saw him preach anything was the Christmas Day message. All of January, Brian has been absent preaching at Hillsong. How's he going to go 12 months without preaching? I mean, that's his, what he does. So he can't be playing World of Warcraft all the time online, can he? No, uh, Brian is still very active on his social media platforms, telling people of his thoughts of how you should be living your Christian life and how Christians are responding to the pressures of the world. What do you think the company morale is like at the moment for the people still working for them? They've got a 1,000 employees or something in New South Wales alone, yeah? You've got the new interim global senior leader or pastor of Hillsong, Phil, who was seen visibly emotional on a number of days, a number of occasions on stage. And he's meant to be the person running this show. On the day of the announcement, you had Bobby Houston just about in tears on the stage. If you want to see where your top leadership are in that emotional state, it really would show a trickle-down effect to the rest of the organisation. That's okay, though, because they would they use best practice so they would address any kind of mental health issues professionally and know that you would think that because at the recent heart and soul night the focus of lucinda dooley's presentation on caring for people and to look after them you ought to ask weren't they already looking after and caring for people or weren't they and why are is she asking people to care for people now were they not caring for people before it's just, it is a strange reminder for a congregation of, but they're, you know, the very basic kind of stuff. Uh, what would they do if they were all depressed, though? You know, I mean, I guess they'd, I guess they'd direct people to a psychologist and stuff. Well, one strategy now is you're seeing quite um, prevalent in the mix here is she is pushing people to, there's a big um, emphasis on free food prior and after church events so this tense sense of relationship and fellowship is a focal point on the church now this is a very interesting change because the church has always been about others and the people not yet saved coming into the hillsong group now the emphasis looks like it's about the emphasis on the people which are already there and the retainment of the people and the relationship of the people which are already at hillsong Okay, so they've realised perhaps they've been neglecting that, the people that are already there. In, okay. To me, it, it seems that there is a shift in focus and thought from outward growth to inward retention. In recent sermons, Darren Kiddo and Scott Samways both spoke on these matters of depression. And their solution or advice to the church was that you can pray away depression. This 
also message oh, that um, really? spoke in uh, mid-January and this last week, Scott Samways sounding very horrific life circumstances which he had to face with family and also personal circumstances that his solution to his life circumstances was to simply pray to his depression away. That's, oh, so nothing's, nothing's, nothing's changed. Okay. That could well work for Scott Samways, but unfortunately not everyone at Hillsong is Scott Samways. People come into shapes and sizes, different cognitive and emotional states of development. And to ask that as a status quo for someone to apply could be quite horrific in the outcomes for their life. It's incredibly dangerous. We lose eight people a day in this country to suicide. A day. And it's such dangerous power that they wield. Yes, uh, Darren Kudo clearly said that the example of Peter walking on the water and taking that step, that step of prayer, you can potentially shift that movement of depression in your life via prayer. It's just, it's so upsetting. It's like Mother Teresa who wanted everybody to be prayed for in Calcutta and as soon as she was ill, she jumped on the first plane to Mount Sinai in New York, you know, and got proper medical treatment. Wouldn't be praying the chicken pox away. Like, it's just so, so dangerous. Because it's a case-by-case situation with people in depression and you don't know what underlying conditions or life circumstances someone may be experiencing to say that to someone without actually sitting down, having a conversation, seeing where they're at. And then only after that, prayer may be an option. And it may be part of an overall solution or treatment plan for that person. But to say it as a blanket statement is a very problematic issue. They know. They know all this stuff and they're still doing the same thing. Well, Brian's back in court soon. So you'll, I mean, you'll keep us up to date with kind of any changes or updates in terms of structures and organisations and legal stuff, hey, so that, because a lot of people don't have the time to really pull apart all the different accounts and it's a lot more complex, this case, than it first seems. So the impetus of this case was Simeon Beckett, that on his findings paper for the Royal Commission, that he rec- recommended that Brian Houston be referred to the Department of Public Prosecution under Section 316 of Concealing an Indictable Offence. That was the reason why, basically, the DPP had received this case because it's a concealment of an indictable offence, the DBP have to make approval for the charge to proceed. In 2014, or around that period, where Simeon Beckett made that recommendation, the punishment for that offence was quite low. Since a petition that was done regarding that type of offence was put forward, the punishment for that offence has increased significantly, which then gave the weight of the issue much more strength. Before the laws changed in 2018, concealing a serious indictable offence wasn't more of a bigger deal than bad language in public or littering or something. Those yeah, were- yeah. Up until then, you would someone would typically receive a suspended sentence or some sort of non-custodial outcome for their offence. That has changed significantly now, which can now result in up to a seven-year um, sentence. And the sentencing for indictable offence is scaled against the seriousness of the offence that they were concealing. So the more serious the offence that you are concealing, the more serious punishment for the concealment itself. So from when the laws changed, it became 
a much more serious matter to conceal and it has a custodial sentence of a maximum of five years and seven if there were a benefit. So if you conceal and then if I get you to cover up for my crime and then pay you or give you a job, that you know, that's a benefit. So this is going to be a big year for Hillsong. There's got, there's it, a lot it will of, be a big year. It's going to be a busy one. Hopefully learn what really took place. They didn't really take too well to the court structure at the Royal Commission, but there's no getting around it. It'll be, it'll be a real reality check, I guess. Hey, thank you. Thank you so much. So interesting. And it's, it takes up so much time and understanding to really kind of sift through all this stuff and figure out what's been going on and really appreciate your time. And It's a very complex matter. Hence why we are here 20 years later still talking about it. It's incredible. I'm so sure this could have been dealt with ethically and well so many times. Thank you, Sauce. We'll um, talk soon, yeah? No problems. Thanks. Bye. How fun was that? That was so much fun. And there's hours and hours more that we would love to talk about and that we certainly will be when the time is right. If you enjoyed this episode, please let us know in the comments. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, wherever it is that you like best like us subscribe to us follow us share us promote us and uh, make sure you drop by patreon as well to help us pay those bills and keep this show on the air please have a fantastic week look out for the promotions on all the socials and we'll talk then bye Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, 
Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.